Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the uh, this very special uh, New Year's Eve edition of Game Over Vancouver. My name is Kaya May, and the Vancouver Canucks just lost 3-2 in regulation to the Calgary Flames. Um, before we get into what just happened, uh, quick, quick little, quick little, um, message I have for you. Think you know what way it's gonna go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame live in play on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Alright. <laughs> so obviously the Canucks lost. Um, that's kind of a given. Just death taxes and the Canucks losing when I'm hosting game over. Um, it didn't happen, didn't happen a few days ago. Or... Was that a few days ago? What is time anymore? Time doesn't exist. Um, last week. That was last week. Yeah, that was last week. <laughs> Miller would want... Miller was certainly interesting. I just think the... This game... Yeah, 41 seconds in with the penalty for hooking on Tanev in the offensive zone. First of all, 41 seconds in. 41 se Do you know how long 41 seconds is? That's not very long, especially in a hockey game that's 60 minutes. That's it's not very long, but in the offensive zone, please. Why? Uh, but yeah, I'm not for first PK. You know, they have more confidence getting the puck out, which I appreciate because our PK is terrible. Um, but at the same time, it's Calgary. They're not very offensively minded, so not really a, it's more of a slap on the wrist than a, like a, like a actual test of things. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Martin, we need to get him a leash for the back of his net. Like he, need, he likes playing the puck a lot and it, um, it gives me gray hairs at 20. So I would really appreciate it if he would stop doing that. I feel like his new year's resolution should be don't do that anymore, please. Um, yeah, icing the puck is not defense. Of course, the Canucks don't wake up when the game starts. Death tax and the Canucks not starting on time. Um, they did seem to wake up when it was too late already. Yes, they scored at the beginning of the third, but, you know, at the same time, they didn't score at the end when, you know, they had, they had an empty net, and then there was a huge poke check on, uh, the Jonathan Huberto did a huge poke check. Is it a poke check? Because he's not a goalie, but, like, he used- he poked the puck. So, it- I don't- terminology. Semantics. I don't even know what that word means. Um, yeah. He- to get the Canucks to get the puck out of the zone. Because the Canucks were about to probably score on Markstrom there at the end of the third. Um, yeah. Ethan Bear was the best <laughs> player, um, in the first period by far. He was the one actually realizing to play. Also, Brock Besser, shout out for uh, forechecking, because the Canucks don't often do that, and I guess they learned a masterclass from the Calgary Flames, because I, I they were doing it. But yeah, Brock Besser's like, just happened to take a little adventure. Take a little adventure into the other zone when I'll have a puck, you know? Uh, which was great, because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Anyway, my mic's down here, you can't see it, so it's like... I messed up my camera angle, that's why. Um, yeah, yeah, Bear was certainly interesting. Um, I saw, I thought it was funny in the first, not a lot happened, not a lot happened in this game overall, it was a 3-2 game against a team coached by Daryl Sutter, not a lot is going to happen <laughs> um, on New Year's Eve, like no one, like it's already New Year's, it's been 2023 for like an hour on the East Coast, it's going to be at uh, 2023 in like six minutes in central time. Central time. I know time zones. Totally. Uh, yeah. 
I thought it was really funny where Coleman, they thought he got an interference penalty on, like, wires or something, and I was like, how do you do that? He is all the way up there, but then it was, like, holding the stick, and I was like, okay, that makes more sense. I've, I've literally, I've, uh, they have, like, player-worn and player-used, um, I don't want to say memorabilia, but I guess that's what it is. Like, like equipment, essentially. And they had one of Tyler Myers' sticks there, and it was huge. And then Connor Garland's was, like, here for me. And I'm not, like, super tall. I'm 5'7". I'm not super tall. But, like, at the same time. Um, yeah. The Calgary penalty kill was not a good match for our power play. I noticed the broadcast a lot was mentioning, oh, yeah, the Canucks have this great power play, like, eighth in the league. They had one shot on the first power play. In the first period. They thought it was high-sticking. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, they thought it was high-sticking. And I was just like, how do you high-stick a man that's, like, as tall as the ceiling? Like, I literally, I messed up one of the tires on my car because I ran, I hit a thing in a parking garage because I was too busy talking about the fact that the height restriction in the parkade would mean that Tyler Myers could not walk down it. True story. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, the Vancouver Canucks, when they have to play an actual penalty kill, um, in a, uh, they kept hyping up the power play. Yeah, our power play is horrible, which I thought was super weird, because that was, like, our main struggle last year, and then it's a huge thing, oh, the Canucks figured out their power play at the end of last year, and there's like, oh, we might make the playoffs, and then we don't. Um, yeah, that was fun. We're gonna do it again! We're gonna do it again. Um, yeah, they had one shot the entire first power play. They went... They have not had a lot of power play success in recent games. Um, I think... I don't remember what other game it was, but they had, like, six and they got, like, two. Or there was a stat where it was, like, three of 18 or something like that. I don't... Uh, yeah. Seven shorthanded goals against for just this season. Just this season. So, um, that makes me feel great. Yeah. Love this team. Love this team. Um, there's one... To end the first period, there was one where they kept getting icings. There's always icings, because, like, the... I don't know if you'd call what the Saddle Dome has ice, because it doesn't really look like it, but um, it's certainly something that is slippery, because people were falling. Uh, yeah, Lucic beat Hughes the puck, which I feel like sounds illegal, but I understand, like, Hughes is probably tired, but, like, still... How... How does Lucic... Like, how does that work? That does not... That should not work. I just wrote how. Just how. Um, yeah, then, uh, Lindholm makes it 1-0 in the second, connects, of course, too far into the offensive zone, I think I've seen this one before, didn't like the ending, creates the 2-on-1, the whole back check, I wrote the wrong player here, <laughs> I wrote Miller laying down, no, he doesn't, he doesn't know what a back check is, um, the whole back check was literally just Myers laying down, which, once again, there is a lot of him to lay down, but he didn't block the pass, and, or the, the shot, because Lindholm didn't shoot, it didn't pass, he shot it, words are hard, um, yeah, then, there's a lot of power plays, there was, there were some that were like, is that a power play, but I guess it is now, yeah, there was a slashing on Hughes on Backland, um, was a little interesting, but I get, you know, going into the hands. Uh, they put Kuzmenko back onto the first power play unit, which I thought was an interesting move, considering Brock Besser, you know, was, was pretty, was pretty decent on our power play unit, but, you know, whatever. Hello! Yes, it is me, Kaya. Um, yeah, Kuzmenko just needs to look at some places. He's, he's lost. He's, he's a funny little guy. Um, out of context, I don't know, I write things down when they come into my brain so I don't forget them, but I forgot the context with Dermot skates like a scared squirrel. I don't know the, uh, don't know the context of that, but, like, probably. <laughs> um, yeah. The best part of this game, hands down for the Canucks, was Will Lockwood. Um, he gets put into the lineup, he gets called up from Abbotsford. He's, for not being, I know people always talk about you know, size of players, oh, they shouldn't, like, undermine them, blah, blah, blah. Like, Lockwood's not a big guy, but he checked Nikita Zadorov into the Canucks bench. Like, that's huge! That is awesome! Yeah, he gets called up from Abbotsford, uh, Niels Oman was sent down, um, which, you know, I thought he was doing pretty well as our fourth-line center, but, you know, I guess Alvin thinks differently. Whatever. Uh, I don't have the same brain as him, obviously. There's, there's a covering on mine. Anyway. Um, yeah, and then there's Hannafin kneeing on Pedersen. 
didn't know that was official title for that, but okay. The best thing about my game was that it ended. Oh god. I caught the end of the Sens game. It was not good. Um, why did the Canucks send Niels Oman? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I read that yesterday and it hurt my brain. Oh, happy new year's to the central, uh, time zone. That's like Winnipeg and stuff, I think. So yeah, I'm really bad at times. I, I used to be really good at time zones, but I only know like Pacific, Eastern, and like Europe. That's about it. So yeah. Um, the, they said waiting for the first goal on the third power play when it was already 1-0 Calgary, and then it was 2-0 Calgary because there's a shorthanded 2-on-1, and that was our seventh shorthanded goal against, which has been mentioned before, for just this season. This season has been going on since mid-October. In two and a half months, we have seven shorthanded goals against us. That's not good. We... We pride ourselves on a power play. We're supposed to pride ourselves on a power play. Eighth of the league out of 32. That's like we're in the top quarter. That's that's supposed to be good. But how bad is every other is every other team on the power play if we are the ones in eighth? How? How? This game was a mid-off and we got walked until the third. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but the short- the two-on-one, like, how do you have- how do you have a bad- How do you only have three players on the ice when you're supposed to have the man advantage? That was basically what happened. Quinn Hughes breaks his stick, OEL goes out, and they're trying to do a line change while this is all happening, but the puck ends up and goes to Blake Holman. Blake Holman scores. Woo, two-nothing, but- Yeah, so OEL was, like, the only one back, and he didn't really, like, lean out the way Myers did. Because I guess he doesn't have, like, the same height, but he's still a pretty big dude, right? Um, yeah, he, he doesn't really block. He, he lunges and he tries, but he doesn't. Um, like, I guess he's showing his gym technique, but, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Hughes broke his stick. Basically, the only Canucks players that were out on the ice were... OEL was out, then Petey and Kuzmenko were in the offensive zone. Pedersen and Kuzmenko were in the offensive zone. And then Dries and Garland were coming over the bench, and they, uh, basically, they scored because, you know, there was no one else there. Um, yeah, and then right after that goal, Stone cross-checks to Nika. They put the second unit on to start. Brock Besser almost got hurt because he blocked a Canucks shot. Uh, it was weird. It was a weird sequence, but yeah, he was in front of the net, you know, like, his positioning where he should be for the power play. Uh, puck hits him, and then I just kind of freak out. I'm like, please don't do this to me. Um, yeah, the Canucks were not able to get the power, get the puck into the Calgary zone for a lot of their power plays tonight. The only team that scored on a power play tonight, I, it was mentioned in the chat. Uh, I'm gonna mention this on the stream though, as well. Um, yeah, the Canucks, like the only team that scored on a power play tonight was the Calgary Flames, and it wasn't even their own power play. Uh, that's not good. Um, Martin, once again, playing the puck, gives it right to Huberto, and that kind of, I don't want to say leads to the Uyghur goal, but it kind of does, because the Canucks can't really get it back out and get the momentum that they had, momentum that they had before. Um, yeah. They don't have the fresh legs because, you know, the puck is still in the Canucks zone. Um, it might have gone off someone's leg, maybe Myers, there's a lot of leg there. Yeah, um, there's a lot of screening from the Flames and Canucks. Uyghur scores. That's his first as a flame. He's been a flame for a long time. Anyway, and then Sheldon Dry scores. That that third line, I didn't wasn't a fan of moving Brock Besser down in the lineup to the third line and moving like Curtis Lazar. I I I love you know getting new faces, new opportunities for you know the higher lines in the lineup. Why is Curtis Lazar on our first line? Don't get me wrong. Love Curtis Lazar. Love him. But why? That does not compute in my head uh, at all. Um, but yeah, that holy puck possession by the third line there. Like, that was kind of insane. Uh, Garland, Besser, and Dry is just kind of all playing hot potato. It goes in the air. It comes back down. Um, which, you know, it goes in the air. Garland... Uh, passes it, I believe, and then Dry sits it in. Um, yeah, the Hughes trip to po to Foley. Nothing really happened in this. It was a non-event, but 
the only note I have for that is he's mad he re-signed somewhere else, which is the team that traded him to Calgary, so interesting. Um, yeah, Besser, Garland, and Dries, insane play on the 3-1 goal. Kudos to you. Um, if they gave the belt out for games that we lost, just to that whole line. To the whole line. To the whole line. I hit the mic. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, third period starts with the chaos. That was the Patterson goal. Um, I thought it was gonna be, you know, Flames are gonna put it up for 4-1, for because Horvat kind of fell in the corner. It was a little funny, but it's, it's not funny. It's a, it's a little funny. Just seeing a grown man just, like, fall over on, like, ice. It's a little funny sometimes. I don't know. Maybe I just... Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's, I'm just a sick human being. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I thought it was funny, but yeah, Horvat falls, but he also assists on the goal eventually, because, uh, Puck goes back to Horvat, he's in front of the net, um, Markstrom is focusing on Horvat instead of Pedersen, which, you know, if he read the you know, general NHL handbook, there is a line in there now, officially, that says, watch Elias Pedersen. Um, I guess he skipped over that. Uh, yeah, because PD- or maybe the whole Flames skipped over that. Maybe Sutter was just like, oh, we don't need to- we don't need to focus on, um, Elias Pettersson. He's, uh, too skinny. We don't need to worry about that guy. But then they should have worried about him because he made it 3-2. Um, <laughs> it's a very bad- I'm so sorry, Daryl Sutter. That was a, a terrible impression, but I am not good at impressions. Um, yeah, Spencer Martin- we need to play Delia more games. I do think that we should give Delia more games uh, before Demko gets back, but I also think that Martin was definitely a game saver, saver for the Canucks tonight. He should not be... The thing about the goalies is they never get, like, thanks a lot. Um, There's been a line for Ovi for, like, nine years. He's still left open. Yeah, true. True. He got a hat trick today, man. Like... I think they they put that I think they wrote that in the NHL handbook but like in invisible ink or something. Like everyone should know but like they don't. Um yeah, Spencer Martin really saved the Canucks tonight. If it wasn't for him, I believe it would have been like what happened to the Canadians today with a 9-2 game against the Capitals. Yeah, the Canucks didn't wake up until, like, the end of the third, or the third, but, like, they kind of fell asleep for a little bit, because Kadri tried to freaking McDavid it and split the D, but, um, yeah, goalies get no respect, and they should, because especially goalies on the Canucks, they are dealt a bad hand. Like, Demko last year, um, uh, Martin this year, Demko also this year, um, freaking Markstrom too, like, Lobongo, I don't know, actually. I, I just like to say things sometimes because I like to hear my voice. Uh, that's a joke. I don't. But, yeah. Yeah. I do think Delia should get more games, though, because, like, we've proven he can read books. And as somebody who also likes to read books, um, shout out Glasses, Glasses Human. I see you. Um, yeah, I feel like we should, we should let, we should let, uh, book reader. Hello? My phone just fell, and it's- I thought it was a ghost. M management really chose Miller over Horvat. Don't remind me. That haunts me in my dream. I had- I had a dream the other night that, um, like, I- I was being chased by, like, the government, but also Horvat got traded, and the worst part about that dream was Horvat being traded. <laughs> Is that attachment issues? Who knows? Um, Yeah. The third line had a great chance um, at the end of the game. Was really surprised there was not an empty net. The post also saved us tonight, aside from Martin. But, yeah. Um, just hitting around the halfway... Wait, what? He can read books, which means he could save a shot and go read like a book and it means something? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, while we reach the Canucks trade to Miller to the Rangers for Heedle, Lundqvist, and, uh, a first. Um, yeah, I wish that really happened. I wish that, as, even as somebody who, you know, is a Rangers fan, admittedly, not a Rangers fan from, like, 
the late 2000s and on, I will say, because of Henrik Lundqvist. Um, not that other guy. Uh, <laughs> I I still, I would like that, you know? I feel like Heedle would do great here, be and Lundqvist did, but then Lundqvist went to Dallas instead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sad. We should have done that. They should have just bit, bit the bullet. Bitten the bullet? Bite the... Boat the bullet? That's not right. A boat is a ship. A boat is a vessel of water. A vessel on water. A vessel... Oh boy. Anyway. <laughs> so two hours of sleep does to you, folks. Um, yeah. Okay, as we hit the halfway point, I'm gonna say this now. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, if you're listening to this on podcast platform. Um, Miller and a first for a laugh. Honestly, sure, why not? Uh, who says no? Wait, no, we're giving the first- no, I say no. No. They give us a first. They actually scratch Lafreniere. We didn't scratch Miller even, though we probably should. Um... <laughs> Can you tell I like JT Miller a lot? I really do. Uh, yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, rate, review on a podcast platform. Um, I am Kaya May. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Real Kaya May on Twitter. And, um, follow SCPN Sports on Twitter. And yes. Alright. I said yes. I didn't read it properly. <sighs> Anyway, now, I'm kind of, uh, combining, we usually do, like, two more segments of the stream, but, um, I'm gonna combine the two. So this is why it is very important that you share this show right now. And if, if you're listening to this after it aired, um, well, you can also share it, that would also be great, because, uh, it's, I would appreciate it very much if you did, but, um, also, live, right now, we are going to do... A big quiz of the year of 2022 for the Vancouver Canucks. Was it glorious? No. Did it exist? Sure. Uh, are, am I happy about it? Not exactly. But did we deal with it? We lived through 2022. You know what? That's the big highlight for this year. Any, any, any goal that JT Miller can score, any save that... Elias Pedersen can make. Who cares? Who cares? Right now, it's trivia time. Alright. So basically how this is going to work, I have around 25 to 30 questions. <laughs> what a little ham on this, not going to lie. Um, they vary in difficulty and vary in topic. Um... Uh, but they all relate to the Canucks, all relating to the 2022 year. So that kind of... We do not want DJ Smith. No! <laughs> that goes back, of course, to the beginning of the 2021-22 season, when we started the year... We started the year winning against the Kraken in Seattle, and we ended the year losing against Calgary in Calgary. Yeah. So, includes the... Back half of the 2021-22 um, includes the front, the front half, I guess? The beginning of 2022-23. Anyway, yeah, let's start with question number one, alright? You guys are going to answer in the chat, and then um, I'll give you... I'll give... There's a little buffer time, but then I will give you the answer. Alright. The championship belt was, uh, um, the championship belt was handed out 35 times in 2022. Basically, every time the Canucks win, they hand out this belt. Um, yeah, so it started existing in February. Who has received the belt the most times this year in 2022? All right. It was 
Drum roll. I don't know if my mic is picking that up. I'm trying to hit my desk. Spencer Martin received the belt four times. Horvat, no. Horvat, I believe, has received it twice? Three or four times. Th three or four. No, Horvat has received it twice. Only one other player. Petey is, uh, he has three. So he's second. But Spencer Martin has received it four times. Believe three this year and one last season. But technically it's all this year. Calendar year. That's what you call it because it's on a calendar. Uh, Martin. Yeah, Martin. He, yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is fun. Anyway, thinking back to last season, the belt was first handed out in February of 2022. Who was the first belt recipient? Not from this season, because that was, in fact, Bo Horvat when he was handed the belt after our first season win, eight games into the season. Um, but who did Bruce Boudreau initially choose to be the first championship belt recipient? Who wrote Riley Stillman? Come on. <laughs> um, Tyler Myers, Demko. Alright. It was, in fact, Yuho Lamico. If y'all remember him, that was who it was. Yuho Lamico, our one of our favorite fourth liners. Oh, I miss I miss that model line. It was so good to us. Miller. I don't think Miller's actually ever gotten the belt. I have I have a spreadsheet for that. I'm just gonna double check my sources. One second. Retire Roberto Luago's jersey. Yeah. I don't know. He said he said no, but it's interesting. Never mind, JT Miller has gotten the belt twice. I can't read. I'm smart. But it was both last year, obviously. For obvious reasons. <laughs> okay. Two Canucks have earned hat-tricks in the calendar year of 2022. Who were they? And for a bonus point, which teams were they up against? One was last season. It was kind of, er like, earlier in the year, so, like, might be harder to remember, but, uh, this one, there's another one that was recent. Or recent, recenter. I can't, words. Miller versus the Jets is one of them. That is one of them. On January 27th. In, in Winnipeg. I remember that. Yes. January 27th. 5-1 win against Winnipeg. It, in, Winnipeg. Uh, Lamico is playing in the Swiss League, I believe, for the Lions. Uh, Miller and Horvat. No. It was, in fact... Andre Kuzmenko on November 3rd versus Anaheim. Y'all remember that game? That was fun. Yeah, Andre Kuzmenko first career hat-trick November 3rd against Anaheim. Uh, Alright, November 3rd. Again, on November 3rd, he asked me what day it was. Actually, it was October 3rd. I have not watched Mean Girls since I was like... Kuzmenko versus Ducks November 3rd. Yes, exactly, Derek. Thank you. On November 3rd, 2022, Kevin Bieksa signed a one-day contract with the team to officially retire a Canuck. What was his gift from the organization for his retirement? Alright. If you guessed a piece of the stanchion he hit in his second overtime game-winning goal on May 24th, 2011 against the Sharks to advance to the Stanley Cup Final for the third time in franchise history. You are correct! 
It's the longest answer one we have, so don't worry, don't worry. It's all fun and games. Um, yeah, it was unveiled. I don't know. I'll be honest, I slept through the entire ceremony. I wake up and I'm just like, oh gosh, the game started. I missed it. Found it on Twitter. All good. Um, the same game on November 3rd that Canucks played, and also the same game that Andre Kuzmenko got his first career hat trick in, the, game, the Canucks played the team BX was traded to in 2015, the Anaheim Ducks. What was the final score of that game? Just to make sure, I, I think it would, it might have been mentioned earlier in the, oh wait, no, was it not? It was not. Eight five, yes, that is true. Eight five Canucks, correct. Nine six, no, that was, has there been a game that's gone nine six this year? It was 10-7 last year. 8-5, yeah. I think that's been the highest scoring game. So far. <laughs> Guessing at this point, honestly, fair. Uh, what former Canucks scored the game-winning goal for the Leafs on November 12th, 2022 in the Vancouver 3-2 loss against them in Toronto? I was there for this game. I did not enjoy it. Well, I mean, I did enjoy it. I shouldn't say that. I did enjoy it, but, like, we lost. But it was fun. I got... He's not over there, but I have a... I got a Carlton bear. He's kind of cute. The answer is Jordy Ben. You know, that guy. Who was a Canuck for for a time and a half. Yeah. Him. <laughs> Again. What former Canuck? Another one. Different one now this time. Scored the shootout winner for the Senators. On April 19th, 2022, in the 4-3 loss to Ottawa in Vancouver. Fun fact, I was also here for that game. It was the fifth round of the shootout. And it was really interesting, because I was, I was still laughing that Brady Kachuk missed. So the answer's not Brady Kachuk, but also he's never played for the Canucks. So that makes sense. Gaudette! Ding, ding, ding! It was Adam Gaudette. That is very true. Adam Gaudet, yes. Our famous favorite ex-Canuck, Adam Gaudet. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. It was Adam Gaudet. It was not fun. Fifth round. You always talk about this. Well, I'm gonna continue to talk about it, because, uh, this is Canuck's group therapy, you know? And sometimes we need to talk- we need to therapize our feelings. That's not a word. Um... Next, against which team did Quinn Hughes break the franchise record for most points scored in a single season by a defenseman? If you guess this, if you guess the Seattle Kraken in a 5-2 Canucks win, you were correct. And how many points did he earn in total for last season? So the 2021-2022 season in total. So the one that broke the franchise records for most points scored in a single season by a defenseman. It was, in fact, 68. That was the amount of points in total that Quinn Hughes earned. He also, uh, fun fact to add on to that, um, most assists in a single season by a defenseman, which honestly he could give that score a run for his money considering how many assists it took him to get a goal this season. Um, Alright, I'm gonna skip that one. Uh, who was the Canucks' selection for the 2022 All-Star Game in Las Vegas? It was it was not anyone who counted as the last man in votes, even though we didn't get it. We didn't we didn't get it. Um, we didn't we didn't yeah we didn't get any. Even though it was a hard contest for Miller, he didn't get in. It was in fact Thatcher Demko was our rep representative for the Vancouver Canucks, our sole representative for the Vancouver Canucks, um, for the 2022 All Star Game in Las Vegas. 
Which former, which three former Canucks were inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame this year? Two of them should be quite easy. And what another has already been mentioned, I think, in this broadcast. So, there's that. There's a, there's a little tidbit of information, a little, little salt bay sprinkle of, uh, hint. Is that a mint? It's hint, you know? It was... Roberto Luongo, Daniel Sedin, and Henrik Sedin. Obvious, obvious, obvious. Well, not really obvious, because some people don't like that decision. But, um, yes. <laughs> Alright. Where am I? What was- this is a little thing, if you watch- if you checked out Twitter during the time of the Hockey Hall of Famers Classic. What was Roberto Luongo's celly after scoring in the 2022 Hall of Famers Classic? Because remember, he played as a forward. Interesting, he was the rep for the Canucks in the last All-Star game. Yeah, him and John Gibson were the goalies for the Pacific Division. <laughs> Jack Campbell was representing the Leafs, man. Uh, look, look how that turned out. Alright. If you guessed... The Gritty. You are correct. He he attempted it. He didn't really succeed in it, but he certainly did something on the ice. It wasn't as good as, as, um... Oh, I forgot what his name is, but the Detroit player that scored in overtime and won the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, obviously, scored in overtime won the game. Um, unless you're the Edmonton Oilers because they got a goal called back. I think it was the Oilers against the Blues. Or else I'm just completely making up an entire game that happened this year. Um, yeah. It was the gritty. He he attempted it. I'll give him a pass for it. Um, who did the Canucks select 15th overall in the first round of, 2020, of the 2022 NHL entry draft? Bonus points if you remember how to spell his name. <laughs> And no, it is not the uh, second coming of Elias Pettersson. Because he is uh, a defenseman. We did not select a defenseman 15th overall. We are not New Jersey. Wallman was going better. Thank you! I forgot. I'm bad with names. I'm terrible. Lekkerimeki is correct! I think I'm saying it right. <laughs> I hope I am. I'm try I try and say it like Patrick Alvin did, but like he's actually Swedish and I'm not. Um <laughs> I will put the this is how I got from Wikipedia. I'm putting it into the chat how to spell his name with the dots on the A too. Umlot, I believe that one is called. Um but I'm not. Don't quote me on that, linguistics people. Uh, yeah. How many home games have the Canucks won in the year of 2022? Reminder, our home game record this year is not good. Um. Yeah. If you guess 19, you're correct. We have won 19 games at home in an entire calendar year. There have been 19 nights out of 365. I understand not all of them you will be playing hockey. There is a considerable chunk of time in the middle of the year where uh, no one is playing hockey. Um, well, not really no one. But the NHL is not playing hockey. In the NHL. Yeah. But 19. 19. That's not good. <laughs> it is not good. <laughs> 26 Oh, Yep. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was doing the stats for this, yeah. Stats? I don't know. Um, research, I guess would be a better word. Who did Spencer Martin earn his first career NHL win against? Um, this was back in January. The final score was 5-1. Um, and yeah, it was his first career NHL win because before that it was only OT, OTLs, essentially. Not OELs, OTLs. If you guessed the, uh, that's my imitation of a plane. It was the Winnipeg Jets. 
We mentioned that game. We mentioned that the game earlier because uh, JT Miller got a hat trick, which kind of also helped. But yeah, um, <laughs> kind of helped. Kind of helped the situation. But yeah, first career NHL win for Spencer Martin, and now he has more, <laughs> but an actual loss. I was also there for his first career NHL loss, so that was fun in regulation. Ah, I love being part of history. <laughs> Two players. This is now mile. We're getting to milestone territory. Two players reached the 800 career game mark. That's a lot of games. If you haven't realized, a lot. 800 career game mark in January 2020. Who were the two players? Both defensemen. Um, both were not with the Canucks for most of their careers. One has joined less recently. One has joined more recently. Um. But yes, who were the two players? If you guessed Oliver Ekman Larson and Tyler Myers, you are correct. Oliver Ekman Larson hit his 800 career game mark on January 1st, Tyler Myers hit his on January 25th. Again, later on in January. January 2022 was a month of milestones. Uh, two players, you know, first career NHL win for Martin. You know, the two, the two 800 careers. Uh, two players on the reached their 600 career game mark on Jan on January 31st, 2022. Who were those two players? One is a Canucks player for a considerable amount of time now. Um, two, the second is no longer a Canucks player on this current roster, but he was la at this time last season, or on January 31st, he was... Yeah, he was on the Canucks when he hit the 600 career game mark. So, yes. You guessed. J JT Miller... And, uh, Alex Chason, you are correct. It was not Alex Edler, even though tonight he did hit in a 4-2 loss against the Philadelphia Flyers. Wish we kept him. Uh, <laughs> he did hit a thousand games, so... Quick little shout-out to Alex Edler. Miss you, Eagle. Alright. Um, it was not Horvat. On... 2022! <laughs> It was JT Miller and Alex Chason. Yeah. Chaser was fun. He was great. Um, later on, just a week later, February 8th, 2022, um, against the Vancouver, Coy Vancouver Coyotes, that's basically what we are at this point. Just put us, put us in UBC Thunderbird Arena, honestly. I don't think it's actually what it's called, too. It's just known as Thunderbird Arena because the Thunderbirds play there. Um, anyway... Two players scored their 400th career point on February 8th, 2022, in a win against the Arizona Coyotes. Who were they? If you guessed Oliver Heckman Larson and JT Miller, you are correct. Yeah. OEL. Hit 800 career games before 400 career points. But you know what? He was on the Arizona Coyotes. So, if anything, I just feel bad for him. Uh, <laughs> what team did Andre Kuzmenko score his first career NHL goal against on October 12th of this year? Andre Kuzmenko, of course, we signed him in the offseason. Calgary Canucks versus Vancouver Coyotes. How many ex-Coyotes do we have? We have the two. Shen was a Coyote for a time. I don't know. Who else Who else was Coyotes? I'm so bad at math. I don't know. Yes, it was the Oilers. Uh, what team did Niels Oman score his first career goal against on October 20th of this year? Of course, we signed him in the offseason. People were making jokes about signing so many Swedes. So we also signed Linus Carlson, who um, is playing for the Absurd Canucks right now, along with now Niels Oman, um, as well as Vasily Bokholzin, Niels Hoaglander, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the game that started the multi-goal hell. Oh yeah, that was so fun. That Edmonton game. Woo! 
Ooh, loved it. Wild, that is correct. Minnesota Wild, we lost that game. Of course we did, because we didn't win a game until... Until a while later. Um... I'll save that one. Maybe. Um, this is a wild number guess, you know, just RNG generator. Random number generator generator. Great job, Kaya. Um, RNG it, honestly. Just how many points has Elias Pettersson earned in the year 2022? This includes anything from January of last season to... Oh no, this is outdated. Shoot. Um... Uh-oh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. 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 I sure it's outdated because he's scored. <laughs> Great job! Combining seasons. Yes. In total, he had 95 points. He had 51 um, at the end of last year. And 51 basically when he got out of his kind of slump last year. Because he had, I think he had in total 68 points, I believe. No, 68 points was Quinn Hughes. So what did he have last year? Oh no, he also did have 68 points. Well... Okay. Uh, yeah, he had 68 points. But 51 of those came in the year of 2022, um, which really shows how he turned around this year, as well as now he has 44. I made this list, um, last night, so it's not 43, it's 44. So he has 95 points in the year of 2022. Yes. Um... What amount of money did the Vancouver Canucks have left over from the 2022-23 salary cap? This was a big deal, you know, because people were just like, people pressure about spending the proper amount of money to the salary cap, but also trying to get the most out of your players, right? How much money did the Canucks end up with? Extra. That is a trick question, because it was, in fact, zero dollars. Yes, the Vancouver Canucks, I believe, believe, the Leafs had four dollars. To my recollection, the Leafs had four dollars. The Vancouver Canucks earned zero. Nothing. Nothing left over. Budgeting queens the Vancouver Canucks are. You know, girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um. Let's skip those ones. <laughs> This one's kind of easy. Who did the Canucks hire to their front office on January 26, 2022? They're over the cap? What? Man, let me... It says... It says we have... Oh, it's because we have people in LTIR. Right? I don't know. It was Alvin. Yes. Me? No. <laughs> I'd say you wish, but I I feel like it would it would be insane. Jim Rutherford was also not he was hired in December of twenty twenty one. Aha. Um because of LTIR we technically Oh! That's fun. Alvin but no chipmunks. This chipmunk's J.T. Miller. Um, yes, Al Patrick Alvin was signed as- Signed? Hired as a general manager for Vancouver Canucks. Um, who did the Canucks sign to a contract extension on September 2nd, 2022? I remember this day. I was coming back from the Aritzia sale, and I really wanted to nap, because I had, like, a family dinner that night, so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna take a nap. You know, it's gonna be quiet. You know, I don't have school at the moment, because it was before school started, obviously. And- Vancouver has, like, a whole Aritzius warehouse sale at, like, downtown. So I came from that. I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap before. And then I open Twitter, and it's all over Twitter. Yeah, it was JT Miller. JT Miller, we signed him for $56 million, and it really hurts to think about that sometimes. 
Unfortunately, Miller. Yeah. Uh, combined with multiple puking emojis. How I feel about the decision a lot. Um, who did the Canucks sign to a contract extension on July 1st? Remember, there's a lot of memes, you know, no days off for Patrick Alvin. Um, this one, less, less than Miller's. Uh, some people don't like this contract. I really do, because it was Brock Besser. Uh, because I'm totally not biased. I'm kidding. I liked Brock Besser's contract. I was glad that he stayed in Vancouver. Um, do I think he deserves better than this team? Honestly, probably. But also, I'd be sad if he left. Anyway. Which four players have... This is now just the 2022-23 season. Which four players have now not missed a game so far in this season? Two defensemen, two forwards. It used to be five players, but since Niels Oman got sent down to the AHL, he is now no longer part of that. I also believe we could have used that money for Bo, Kuz, and the other boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they jumped the gun on that. I've, I've talked way too much about the JT Miller contract. It makes me want to cry. <clears throat> yeah, it was J... Oops. The players that I haven't missed were JT Miller, Bo Horvat, Luke Shen, and Oliver ekman Larson. So, you know, two contracts that aren't great and two that we need to re-sign. <laughs> And, yeah. Myers Myers has missed a game because he was injured to start the season. Remember? He, like, tripped. OEL has never missed a game. Yeah, that really shocked me. OEL has not missed a game this season. You know. Good job, Oliver. Uh, against which team did the Vancouver Canucks gain their first home win of the 2022-23 season? Home win. It was the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes, they gained their first win of the season against the Seattle Kraken, but that was an away game. So, technically, their first home win of the season so far, well, of the season, was against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I hope Boudreaux had a word with Miller about his behavior. Yeah, I don't know. He's a, he's a grown man. He's a grown man. <laughs> Just, at your grown age. Come on. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, we beat a team whose mascot actually terrifies me. Like, that penguin is legitimately terrifying. Um, getting into kind of joke ones now, too. Uh, we have two left. Two left. All right. What restaurant? This is not exclusively Canucks related, but I thought it was important uh, important lore of the year to include in the year wrap-up for the Canucks. What restaurant did the Edmonton Oilers take Andre Kuzmenko to before he agreed to sign with the Canucks? Three home- you're 0 for 3 for games? Well, they've also had a terrible home record this season, I'm so sorry. They almost lost- I've been to one home game so far this season. They lost the away game I went to, but I s saw them beat Montreal at home. Yeah. Joey's. That is very true. I didn't know what Joey's was until a stream about a month ago. Or a couple months ago. Yeah. He wasn't a grown man in that situation. Very childish. Good point! Yeah, uh, it's a- the whole miller Colin delia thing is- it was weird. It was Joey's. They took him to Joey's. They took him to Joey's, and then we got him. And then he went uh, wakeboarding, and then people were like, "Don't do that." <laughs> Which I didn't. I didn't know there was like a thing where you can't do other sports in the time that you're playing the stuff. Like I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Um, how many times? This is our final, final question. Final question of the evening. Out the stream of 2022 to finish off. Why do I look so short? What the heck? To finish off Game Over Vancouver for 2022. The final question for trivia is How many times in 2022, in this entire calendar year, since January 1st, since midnight 0000? On January 1st, 2022, to 
Now, I guess, because they don't play another game in the next hour and 15 minutes. How many times in 2022... Did the Canucks lose with a final score of 5-1? Don't we just love that number? 5-1? Like, it's such a, such a funny number. Such a funny number. You know? 51. Shane Wright. It's the first player that came to my head when... I think of 51. Uh. Yeah. It has been all of this season. And it has been five! All 5-1 five wins have happened in the year of 2022. We had one 5-1 loss. <laughs> uh, we had one 5-1 loss against the Ducks last season. But it was November of 2021. So technically, technically. Stetcher, thank you. I was going to lose my mind. I swore it was Stetcher, but I cannot remember. Um, yeah. Five. All the season, we have lost 5-1 to five different teams. I know one was the Panthers, and actually, I kind of tried to curse the uh, Flames today. We keep losing 5-1 at home! Hey, we're consistent for one thing! Um, we did win at 5-1 against the Pens, though. But they're Penguins. They can't even fly. So, like, that's bullying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to curse the Flames. Not only did I wear my Patterson jersey today, I wore Matthew- Oh, you can't see that. I wore Matthew Kachuk socks. <laughs> Don't ask why I own these, but I do. Uh, yeah, I tried to curse them. It didn't really work, but I thought it was funny. Um, and also they're like nice socks, like the ones with the players on them. Don't look at my feet. For free? Uh, should not say that. Um, yeah. 5-1! It's, it's almost 10-5-1. 10-51. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, the connects are bad. But, you know what? It could always be worse. It could always- think about it. The Canucks could always be worse. They're mid. You know what? It's better to be mid than to be completely terrible. Cool socks. Thank you. Thank you. They were on sale because I got them after he was traded. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The Canucks may be bad, the Canucks may be good. It's all relative, because nothing really exists. This is all a simulation. Wake up. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Um, I have been Kaya If you want to continue this kind of New Year's vibe, kind of hockey situation, I'm going to be streaming um, up until the ball drops. I guess the ball drops already, because it's in New York, and that's kind of, like, already happened. Um... Until midnight PST, um, and a little bit after that, I'll be streaming, uh, twitch.tv slash Better draft picks or you're completely terrible? Nail Yakupov! It doesn't always work out, man! I love using that excuse, it's so funny. Um, yeah. So, if you wanna check that out, I've been at RealKayame. Kayame on Twitter. Finger guns, because that's, that's cool. I don't know. We should leave that in 2022. Um, but yeah. I have a Kaime. This has been Game Over Vancouver. The Canucks lost 3-2 to the, to the Calgary Flames. Because, you know what? It's a mid-off. It's a mid-off. It's a mid-off. Yeah. I'm gonna go open up some hockey cards to cover up my sadness. From... Whatever happened. Happy 2023 to everyone. Happy New Year. I hope you all have a wonderful night, wonderful day, wonderful year. It's going to be, 2023 is going to be our year uh, to maybe get Bedard, but end up with, like, pick 12 overall. Which, you know what? It's going to be, like, some 18-year-old. That's they, We're not putting all of our fate, all of our burdens on an 18-year-old. <laughs> 
like I have back issues at 20 and and like imagine what they have to deal with uh and I just I just, just for me moving that thing over and over again because I move that for every stream and it's heavy I don't know where I went with this anyway like comment rate review subscribe down below I have Kaime Vancouver Canucks are bad not really good night game over Vancouver Happy New Year. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.